Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. When I was about to have my graduation, I've encountered challenges as the eldest child of four children in the family. My mother died of breast cancer when I just turned 18 and graduated from college, uh, studying computer science as a scholar. And I became the breadwinner of my family. In the Women Who Code Career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Women Who Code uh, podcast. And today I have the privilege and honor to be your uh, guest uh, speaker uh, in this episode. Uh, my name is uh, Jonah Anderson, and today I will be sharing with you about uh, my tech story uh, of bravery and resilient and how I got started uh, working as a developer and how I became one of the women uh, who code uh, in the IT industry today. So I want to start uh, by sharing with you that I'm a person who loves to uh, read books. And one of the things that uh, the code that I like, which is I'm showing also in the presentation today, is a quote from Stephen Covey that says, begin with the end in mind. And this presentation or uh, episode or talk about my tech story will begin about how my journey started from the Philippines and to how I became a developer and all the other things that I do uh, right here in Sweden. So I want to share with you, I'm sure right now I am showing a picture of me doing the zip line for the first time. It was a very high mountains where for the first time I tried to cross over from one edge of the mountain to the other side. And the reason why I'm showing this picture of me trying to do my zip line for the first time is that I was actually scared to on heights, but then uh, 11, 12 years ago, I did dare do it because someone just pushed me and encouraged me do it because you will, you will enjoy it and it's rewarding. So I did it and it actually is a great experience that I've ever been to for the first time. So I was, I was scared of heights, but then I wasn't scared of it because I dared do so. And then while I was doing the zip line, uh, I am showing in the text right now a quote from the zip line. This was actually um, 12 years ago in the Philippines, where a quote said, courage is doing what you're afraid to do. When I saw this uh, quote at that time and after like conquering, going over the heights through the zip line, it kind of struck into my mind that from that year, like 12 years ago, kind of like stuck into my heart that I actually lived by that word uh, courage. So uh, my story is focused on resilience and inspiration, as well as sharing with you why I started mentoring. and. There's a quote that I'm showing you right now that mentorship is the art of creating and nurturing leaders for tomorrow. And 
I may not be having a title of uh, our leader in a company right now, but I am actually a leader of myself and a leader of a community that I built uh, in Sweden. And that is something that you will know uh, soon. So in terms of talking community, so as I'm showing in the picture right now, there's this image of a house made of bamboo and native, uh, native materials. And there were people that are carrying them as a community. And this house was actually owned by a neighbor. And this community, or what do you call that? I'm originally from the Philippines, and we have this term called bayanihan in Tagalog or Filipino. And I want to share this with you because it resembles uh, the spirit of community in a way that everyone is helping each other to help another family in, in the community. And that is the spirit of it. So my purpose in my life, after actually reading the, uh, a book that I really like, it's called uh, Start With Your Why by Simon Sinek. After finding my purpose, I realized that I identified my courage, uh, my, my purpose and my why. And this is my purpose, uh, as I quoted on uh, the presentation right now, to use my skills and experience and expertise to help and inspire others to be the best of themselves. And I am doing my best from the bottom of my heart to really inspire others because I became where I am right now because of helping, the help of others uh, as well. So here's my journey to tech. My story actually started in the Philippines. So I was born uh, and raised in the Philippines in 1980s, as uh, you can see in the time flow of uh, the presentation that I'm seeing right now. So from left to right, you will see that I was born in the Philippines and then I was not raised rich by my family. My parents were uh, in the kind of like low middle class where my parents had normal uh, job. Uh, my father was a welder. My mother was like housewife with some small business on the side. But to make the long story short, my journey in tech started when I had the opportunity in the 1990s. That was when internet was all new and uh, like the beginning of the internet era. So everything was new. And then I, I had a plan or my dream job was actually to be a civil engineer. But then my parents told me, Jonah, we cannot, uh, we cannot afford to send you to college. At that time in the 1990s, even I think right now in the Philippines, it is not free to go to college. Just like uh, in other countries, your parents have to work hard so that they can afford this, uh, the tuition for the college. But to make the long story short, my parents said, um, we're not sure if we could provide you the course that you want for the college. So I was a bit sad, but then I took the courage actually because of that mindset. Uh, it took the courage to uh, take a scholarship in a local uh, high school. And that gave me the opportunity to have a scholarship and study computer science. Even though it wasn't civil engineering where I could like uh, design and help build real buildings, but I did not regret that 
I got exposed to learning technology through that computer science course. So I was also quiet and silent type uh, as a, a girl when I was growing up, but uh, I really focused on my goal to learn, get a job that I wanted. But then when I graduated around 2004, that time frame, when I was about to have my graduation, I've encountered challenges as the eldest child of four children in the family. My mother died of breast cancer when I just turned 18 and graduated from college, uh, studying computer science as a scholar. And I became the breadwinner of my family, my sisters and brothers. My father was not so responsible at that time. So I took over and took care of my younger sisters and brothers. So in my local hometown or city, instead of working as a programmer, uh, because I majored in computer science, major in programming at that time, that was, I think, visual basic. I couldn't do that job. I had to take the closest tech job I had at that time. And I worked, uh, my first job in 2006 was uh, a tech support for an American company. So I worked night shift to, to suit uh, the, the, the time zone in America and learned to speak good English. And I really liked my job working international until I worked as a travel consultant. I worked uh, from home as a SAO specialist, a writer, just to support my sisters and brother and send them to school, give them a house to where they could live with me and also uh, food to eat, of course. To make the long story short, fast forward, in 2011, I moved to Sweden because uh, I met my husband. So I had to leave my life in the Philippines and start from scratch. It was a major decision, but I did it. I want to give myself the opportunity on what's out there beyond the Philippines. So when I moved, decided to move in Sweden, I started Swedish it took months for me to learn the basic. And then I really had this courage or I want to thought that I spent all my life taking care of my sisters and brothers and working hard. This time when I'm in Sweden, I want to follow my dreams to work with tech. So what I did after learning Swedish, I decided I'm going to study more software development. I lost track of what I learned because it was visual basic. And then after 10 years, there are new languages in programming. So I studied agile system development uh, in C-sharp.net and also in Java. I did that. And that took three years, three years more of studies after college in the Philippines. But I did that because I really want to achieve my goal. So I got 2015, I got my work as a software developer for the first time. So switching from tech support and all the other roles I had in the Philippines to becoming a software developer and an IT consultant. And then there working as an IT consultant in an IT company in Sweden, in Europe, coming from an Asian background, it was also a very challenging experience for me because I, it was so obvious that I was the only female programmer around. I have to adapt to the culture, to the language. So there were challenges there that I actually conquered because I really want to 
to work what I do and I love what I do within uh, tech as someone who code and uh, help others or companies. So to make the long story short, from 2015 until now, 2023 present, I, I am now a senior IT consultant, a developer. And because of the things that I do for others, to the community, which you will learn more soon in the coming uh, like slides uh, or stories, I became active as a public speaker sharing inspiration and sharing about what I do within programming or cloud. So I got awarded as a Microsoft MVP, and then I also became Microsoft Certified Trainer, which means that I teach about the technologies that I can to others so that they can also uh, excel. And today I'm also <laughs> writing my first book uh, about the technologies uh, about Azure and uh, mentoring others as well that are still starting their journey. And yeah, that's, uh, that's my uh, tech story. And in this tech story, as I'm showing right now in the presentation, I learned a lot through that journey. And it made me stronger as a person. And it made me resilient in all walks of life, especially, I mean, the life experiences that I, had, that I shared with you that in 2004, when my mother died of breast cancer, I had to, the, li the life, uh, I mean, life gave me the challenge to be strong and resilient. And that may be, made me empathetic about my background, uh, the low, humble beginnings that I had into the things that I have achieved today because of hard work and support from other people, family and friends that supported me and mentored me along the way. So it really made me a humble uh, person at the same time, also strong and resilient. So you, you see the irony there, but uh, I, uh, I'm sure you, you can relate uh, to that. So today, uh, what I'm working on in technology, since uh, we, uh, we are a Women at Code podcast, so the technologies that I'm working today in my job is working with cloud development with Microsoft Azure. I work also with infrastructure as code and also system development in .NET for both web applications and also to the cloud. My job as a DevOps engineer or IT consultant allows me to work on the technologies that I'm very passionate about and at the same time collaborate with my teams and colleagues that are, are working in the same technologies. It also allows me to, the knowledge that I learned from what I do in my job also helps me to share it to the community, to the tech communities, to women in tech communities, and also in my mentoring sessions that I volunteer to, which leads me also myself to create my own co-host, a podcast called Extend Women in Tech Podcast. And also I created a community called Azure User Group Sweden during uh, the pandemic. So my purpose today is really i'm driven uh, i mean uh, i mean even after work or off hours i mean i'm actually driven by inspiring technology and courage and inclusion and diversity within workplaces and it companies because of the experience that i have in the past 
of being excluded because I was different. Uh, and I learned a lot from, from those experiences. And I, I want to inspire others like us, uh, women in tech or women or everyone that is interested to learn how to code or learn, uh, learn to get into tech, that everything is possible. And as long as you have the courage and inspiration and help from others as well. And there comes this um, value of mentorship to all of us. So to me, my best mentor was my mother. I mean, she wasn't working in tech, but her courage and her resilience as a, as a mother and someone taking care of us when I was growing up meant so much to me. And that led me to helping others as well uh, to that. So the reason why I'm standing here, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking to you today in this podcast, Women Who Code podcast, uh, and why I started public speaking, as I'm showing in the image here in front of you, where I, there were, uh, we were in a hackathon with uh, kids doing programming, and I was one of the instructors. The reason why I started public speaking, because I was teaching kids programming years ago, part of my job once a week. And I saw that most of the students that I had when I was teaching programming in schools in my local city here in Sweden is that there were a few female uh, students that were interested in coding. And then I wondered, I wondered and asked myself, why is that? Because it's fun what we do and what I do. And I, I tried to ask myself, what's really going on? Why is it there's a few? Uh, in this picture, you see there's a lot because we tried our best to fill in the hackathon or the coding with kids uh, event with female coders or kids as well. But I was also teaching kids in few classes and they were dominated by, uh, by male and they were like, uh, they thought that it was so fun to do coding and then uh, there weren't so many. So I decided that day that I will start exposing myself in a way that I share what I do through inspiration. So we cannot force everybody to, uh, to work in tech or to code, but what we can do is we can inspire that working and code, uh, working in tech and coding is a fun and creative thing. And it's not just lo logical, everyone should be able to do it uh, regardless of uh, gender. So that's the beginning. I started public speaking and it's so, uh, amazing because, as I mentioned in my tech story from the beginning in the Philippines, I'm very, very shy. I mean, I would literally uh, hide behind my mother's back when we have guests at home. That was how shy I was. But today, because as I said, the passion and the courage and my purpose of my why, that's why I do what I do today. So uh, my first public speaking was actually in front of students in a big stadium. And it, they were like Swedish students. And I was asked, uh, Jonah, would you like to share your tech story? Something, exactly something like this, but it's more like in the Swedish way. Uh, they asked me, can you share to these students why or how you got started working in IT? 
So I did that. So I stood in front of two or 300 students in a big stadium. And at that time, I couldn't speak fluent Swedish yet. But then I did it. And then when I stood there, I was nervous, of course. But I didn't know that after that, uh, it was an amazing experience because I could inspire by sharing my knowledge. And I also conquered my fear of public speaking, just like what I shared to you, my fear of heights when I did the zip line. So courage has led me also to start public speaking. So since then, for the past few years, since the pandemic, past three, four years, maybe. So I've been public speaking. I started small, started small by doing virtual talks. And then when the pandemic ended, I was invited to speak in some tech conferences, sharing about the knowledge about cloud, .NET development. So here, as you can see in the image right now, uh, there are bunch of different pictures from my public speaking where I am also inspiring like uh, women in tech communities in Sweden and internationally. And I've traveled to different places, virtual and in-person to inspire others with what I do. And when I have time, which I don't actually have so much, but I try my best to be involved in communities like ulap.org, which is a community, nonprofit community that helps uh, underrepresented youth or students in the Philippines by providing like cloud education for free, as well as mentoring for free. And because of my background uh, at that time that I had a challenge of like working in tech because of like my parents couldn't afford because of that experience and background, I want to give back because of my blessings that I have today by giving back to others. So I've been doing uh, mentorship through nonprofit organizations like ulap.org. I volunteered to do some coding sessions. Like there's a, a bit project that's based in US that I was involved with, uh, Serverless Comp, where I helped and mentored also uh, Bitrix, for example, one of my mentees that you see in the image today. Uh, here, she couldn't do coding in serverless. So I mentored her in several weeks of the bootcamp, and now she's uh, interested uh, in that as well. So I do uh, podcasting in the side as well with uh, Extend Women in Tech podcast. I just started recently where we interview women that are working in tech as well and share their tech stories, how they got into tech. And we don't just interview also women, but also uh, learn the perspective of the male as well, male developers who or, or everyone that want to share. So for me, uh, mentorship really matters uh, because uh, we need to inspire each other and also help us transfer skills and knowledge uh, for career development, networking and friendships uh, that we build trust together, diversity and inclusion. We really need that. We don't want to left out anybody regardless of their gender, background or age. We need to include everyone because that makes the team or the project better when we collaborate and respect and understand each other. And also it's for 
when you mentor or you go into mentorship, it's also a development for both personal and also for your uh, career. So to me, having a mentor or being in a mentorship doesn't mean that you are weak. It just proves that you are humble to learn from others. You are intelligent enough or smart enough to share your knowledge with others. And you are driven enough to move forward and succeed with the help of others. So uh, the most important part of being a mentor and just inspiring others is being an active listener, which is not easy actually in this days that we have today when we have a lot of buzz like uh, the social media and everything around that we can check. We don't know where to focus, but when you're in a mentorship and a trusted one-on-one relationship, mentor and mentee relationship, this is very important being an active listener. And I myself are learning that this one all the time. And it's a learning process. As as I mentioned, it's also a, a journey and you learn as you go. So mentorship is about being humble, trusting and being sincere. It is a collective discovery and a two-way relationship where both are really committed to to grow uh, together. And it also, I want to share also about belonging. So belonging, as I'm showing here to you a picture of a group of penguins, I have learned recently that penguins, they actually stick together as a group. I mean, you don't see penguins that are alone by themselves in the oceans or in the areas where they are known, uh, I mean, there in their environments. Uh, It was very interesting to learn that uh, penguins, they stick together. And and that reminds me also of community that we have. For example, women who code community, having this podcast to inspire others. And that's the purpose of it. Because of community, we grow together and we achieve the same goal that we want as we grow. So what I did in relevance to the community is that uh, during the pandemic, everyone was stuck at home, including myself. I have to start working from home. So I've been remote working for the past two, three years, maybe. And when the pandemic came in 2019, uh, when we were locked down, then I kind of missed the community part of it. So what I did I haven't started a community about cloud technologies before, but I started Azure User Group Sweden. I founded it in two years ago and I didn't know how to start. So, but I started anyway. I started the group. I I set up the meetup using my own money. I organized my own event. I'm the speaker and both the organizer. But looking back from two years ago until today, It's very inspiring to see how this community grow where I have a co-host who is also an MVP in Norway, who's helping me with the community. And we have grown from zero, only me, only me to almost uh, 700, uh, 640, uh, 50 members who are all developers or architects learning about cloud. So that's uh, really great. So if you want to, I'm curious to join, feel free to join Azure User Group Sweden, especially if you're Sweden, but this community is virtual. 
since I started it virtual during the pandemic. So this is the result. Uh, right now, I'm showing to you a screenshot of all the virtual sessions that we had where you see myself in there and then my co-host. And then we were doing session virtually every Saturday at exactly 12 noon. And we share about different technologies within cloud. And what these speakers do is that they contact us, they want to speak, and then they volunteer to devote one hour of their time to share to the community about their expertise, which is really appreciated because we do have this like after session FICA because it's virtual. So after our sessions, we try to have this uh, private conversations in Zoom where we could freely discuss things that we uh, we had uh, discussed. And you can see also here in the screen and a Zoom screenshot that we have uh, someone, one of our members also joining the Zoom meeting with his cat. And then uh, it's so amazing that how community inspired by sharing knowledge and the community members uh, I'm showing right now are, are screenshots of our community members that are inspired to learn more, get certified. And they were sharing about it on LinkedIn. And then they were happy that we, they got some swags from me. Uh, so what I do as uh, one of the community leaders is that I, uh, if they speak or something, I send out, uh, I send out like a mug, a swag. And then I personally, instead of typing, I personally write a custom message to each member and they, they truly uh, appreciate that. And also because of the, the, the culture of openness and knowledge sharing, it also enabled our team members or community members and Azure User Group Sweden to share their own knowledge. So instead of them being scared of public speaking, they open up and want to share also to the community. And what I do or what we do is that we offer mentorship to those that are still getting started in public speaking, which I myself also have experience before. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not so good in public speaking. Uh, I mean, before I am. Uh, I mean, recording or uh, speaking with you right now. So I was. I had that experience that I conquered that I could share to those that are also starting uh, their journey in public speaking because. Some people, maybe, I mean, developers that are maybe have a lot to share. They're very skilled. They want to share, but there's the gap of this. Maybe it's not easy to share it in front of the crowd virtually or in person. And by motivating them to share knowledge and having this welcoming community, it allows them to inspire others. And it will be like paying it forward and uh, the effect of one person to another transferring knowledge. Yeah, so that's my story of public speaking. So I wanna just share with you that community is really important and where belonging is very important. And here in the code that I'm sharing right now on the screen is that I'm actually a gardener. <laughs> so I plant seeds to grow uh, during summers here in Sweden for both vegetables and fruits. And I've created this 
this code uh, that I want to share with you, you see in the screen that if you we are planted in the right so soil and we belong to the right soul, uh, just like community and relationship and groups, then we grow together and we turn into a beautiful garden to just like the garden that you're seeing right now, a beautiful garden, they're composed of different kinds of plants of all sorts. They can be perennials, they can be biannuals, they can be just short time summer flowers. But when they grow together, they actually turn into something beautiful, just like uh, the garden that you see right now. So my takeaway for this episode, aside from you learning about my tech story and humble beginnings, is that if you are a leader, be an inclusive leader. And if you are a mentor, be a humble mentor. And if you are someone who's senior, senior developer, or someone's senior leader, or someone's senior in any role that you do, be helpful to those that are junior to you. And then regardless, uh, whatever role that you have working in coding or IT uh, projects, whatever role you have, regardless, share knowledge if you can. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it with others because the person that you're sharing knowledge to will somehow learn it and he or she will also forward it to someone, uh, someone else. And lastly, inspire others when you have the opportunity. Uh, inspiring doesn't mean that you have all the uh, success stories all the time. Inspiring also means sharing your humble beginnings like mine, that I had to go through a lot of things to be where I am right now. Inspire others through your mistakes because you learned something from it. So when you have opportunity, try to share it with others. And I do have some favorite movies, of course. I like watching sci-fi and other stuff. But in terms of like inspiring you to be more of a woman who code, I want to share about this uh, three movies or documentaries. The so first one is The Hidden Figures. And then there's a documentary called Code, uh, Debugging the Gender Gap. And also there is a, a movie called uh, Code Girl that I also recommend uh, to you. So you can Google them and look for them. And if it's available, feel free to watch it on your uh, free time. And uh, be brave, uh, be fearless and be genuine and just be you in whatever goal or dream that you want to achieve uh, within your career or even in life. And finally, I want to uh, end by leaving a word uh, that says, uh, we rise by lifting others. So when you inspire others, you are also lifted up because you feel good and you become better as a person as you help lift others. So that's all for me right now. Uh, I'm showing you a picture of my dog. Uh, we, that This was like a few summers ago. Uh, I have a Labradoodle dog, two years old right now. His name is Lawrence. Uh, I want to thank you for your time, for listening. And if you want to connect with me, if you're watching this visually, you can scan the QR code using your mobile. Or if you want to reach out to me, uh, to the listeners, you can uh, connect with me on Twitter at uh, with the ID at CJ Kodera. Or you can search me on LinkedIn as uh, Jonah Anderson. 
And I also have a website, uh, tech. Thank you so much for uh, uh, tuning in to my episode today. I hope that you got inspired. And if you want a copy of my presentation today in this episode, feel free to uh, read it and access it using uh, the link uh, womenwhocode.com slash blog where you can find it. And finally, thank you so much, uh, Women Who Code Podcast, to the organizers and the community for inviting me today. And I really look forward to hear from you and connect with you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.